up with mompreneur Jessica Hall. Jessica Hall is a female founder. She is a co-creator in the brand BB Lifestyle, which is a beauty brand. She also is an investor in Sugar Taco, which is a vegan Mexican restaurant run by females. She has her own podcast called Flashbacks. She's a mom and she's constantly building her media empire. Jessica Hall, welcome to my show. Oh, I love you, Diana. That was a fantastic intro. So thank you for that. Well, the best part about this podcast is you guys won't be seeing this, but as we're doing this interview, her daughter, Sophie, is sitting on her lap with their pet, <laughs> with their pet rabbit. So this is, this is a real life of like what it's like to be Jessica Hall, a entrepreneur who's working day and night, building your business, building her family. Like this is a real deal. It is. And you know, I, I feel like back then it wasn't like you could only be a mom and you can't do this. You can't do that. But you know, like you, I want to show my daughter that she can do it all. And I'm not going to say I give everything a hundred percent because I physically mentally can't, especially having two young kids at home, but I definitely, um, I feel like this is the most comfortable I've ever been in my career as um, a mom, as a human, as a wife. And it feels good. It feels good to finally get to this point. You are always talking to me about just how happy you are with the kids and how much you want to be a role model for your kids. And like everything you do, you do it for your kids. You know, you tell me that I see it in your work. And I think it's really inspiring to watch because I did grow up thinking I had to choose one or the other. It was impossible to do both. Like you and I grew up in that time where you couldn't do both. Like you had to choose one or another. And I feel like you've been in the forefront along with many other people that we know of moms who are changing the way moms are being looked at, changing the way moms are doing things in this day and age. Uh, you're one of the girls like in the forefront. So I just want to congratulate you on that. But like, let's talk about where that transition came for you. Was it when you had your daughter? Was it like this time during the pandemic? When was it where you're just like that transition happened of like, I could do both. I don't have to choose. You know, I, I made my own rules because I feel like, uh, when I first had kids, I had, or when I first had my daughter, my first child, I had no idea. I didn't understand the whole workspace, the mom shaming. Like I could not quite understand it. I just felt like I had to be kid, 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 and do all my work and everything kind of silently because I didn't want to be judged that I wasn't spending enough time with my kids or not doing this or not doing that. And in reality, I, I was so worn down because I spent all the time with my kids plus doing it all, but people didn't really technically want to give a mom a chance or just like, oh, she's busy with the kids. And that's what I cannot stand is when people just assume because you have kids, you can't get things done. That is wrong. If anything, having kids, having that responsibility, knowing like their lives depend on, you know, what I can give and what I can do for them. I work so much harder before. I mean, probably like so many, your life was, your life was easy. I was so selfish. I just, you know, Kyle, what do you want to do? Let's go to dinner here. Let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, I'll get back to that work when I can now. Uh, uh, my time is so precious. Right. My time, um, has to be well spent and I don't want to take away from my kids, but I am definitely showing my kids myself that I can do it all and I can do it the way I can handle it. So I'm very fortunate that I get to stay home, build my brand at home, uh, take the calls, still be with them, but kind of sneak around and not always let them see me on the phone or the computer. But I do explain to my daughter now that she's five. I'm like, listen, mommy's work too. Just because I don't leave like daddy does every day does not mean that I'm not hustling and, you know, working hard for this family. 
And I think she, she understands it. And I do absolutely love, um, that women are just so resilient and we're crazy multitasker taskers. Wow. Maybe, maybe we can't speak that well, but, um, I do feel just women are incredible. And I think now more than ever, people are really, really realizing that. It was International Women's Day this week. I'm so happy to have you on my show this week because you're someone who's really inspired me. You continue to inspire me on a daily basis. When I'm down, I call Jessica Hall to lift me up. Um, You just always have the right things to say to cheer me up. Uh, I feel like this International Women's Day was really special for moms because moms especially, not women especially, but moms because we went through a whole year of our kids being home. And of course, there's like the critics out there. Well, they're your kids, you know, like you shouldn't be complaining about that. We're not complaining, but it was a difficult year having the kids at home, trying to work at the same time, trying to do your meetings. The whole adjustment was a big shift. But I feel like we weren't allowed to say a lot of things because I felt fortunate uh, in so many other ways. So I was like, oh, I just can't say anything. I can't say anything. And that's when I was kind of bottling everything up in, I think you were the same. Like we did, we didn't want to complain about anything. We just wanted to be like, but we have this, we have that. So we're lucky. We're lucky. And I think that's where, you know, I kind of got, I will say a little, I mean, obviously like so many, but a little, you know, depression, not seeing my friends, not seeing those women that inspire me just being a mom. And, and I mean, it's not just being a mom, but like catching like myself in a mirror and I'm like, Jessica, oh my gosh, get your SHIT together. Like wash your hair, take some time for yourself. It's okay to have self-care. Your kids will be fine. And I think if you put yourself, you know, first, sometimes you're, you can become a better mom, better wife, better business. I mean, the littlest acts of self-care helps so much. And I had a really hard time balancing that because I felt like, is that selfish of me? Should I do this? Should I focus more on that? Are my kids okay? I mean, and then I took the weight of the world. I read so much of, you know, I mean, in 2020, we can all relate how, it was a struggle and, and reading. And I mean, I just, I read so much, uh, be a de- depressed for the world, depressed for so many things that's going on. And then I wasn't technically present for mm-hmm. my family. Right. And I was, I, I did things I could do in my way to help. And that did make me feel better, but I just wanted to do more. And the fact I couldn't do more. And I, I it was just, it was definitely such uh, odd year of finding like myself and seeing what's important. I will say, I, I feel like the silver lining going into 2021, I'm like, okay, I see what is super important to me. What's good for my family. What's good for my mental health. Um, who I want to surround myself around with what business people I want to work with and how I want to just do better. And, um, I value my time a lot more because I was able to see, um, it just, I was forced to slow down. Now, I remember I met, I mean, me and you are like really close and we met years ago when you were hosting a radio show for Playboy. I feel like when I look at what you've done with your brand, you have like completely transitioned and shift and evolve. And I feel like you're always evolving with your brand just off of what I see on Instagram. So I guess the first tip I would ask you to share with people is like, how did you do that transition of evolving your brand on Instagram? Um, was it just being authentic of who you are today? Like that's how you post, or was it like you sat there, you're like, okay, Jessica, we're moving in this direction. You know, it's so funny you asked that because I don't, I am so happy that my audience evolved with me. Um, yes, I was, you know, early on, I, way early on, you know, I did Playboy. Then I continued on with Sirius XM radio with Playboy radio for seven years. And I was posting my guests, posting my fun party days and this and that. And then, um, when I got pregnant, 
um, you know, I was doing the show Kendra on top and I started getting press picked up for me being pregnant. And I just stayed true and authentic who I was. And my Instagram, my social media, my brand was just evolving as I was evolving. So I never really just said, okay, I need to clean up this. I need to do that. I stayed true to myself the entire time. And it's really, truly who I am. It's just my life changed in ways. And then I just posted what was actually going on in real time. I would say that's the best tip to give to anybody out there is just be authentic. Because if you're trying to be somebody else, it's going to show through the cracks. It's, uh, people could see through. In this day and age, people could see through. Don't you think? 100%. And, uh, it, and I, it's, it's, a, it's so nice that people want to follow you, that want to support you, that take time out of their day to comment, to follow, to right. say something nice about your family or something that you have said and that just inspired them. And it's like, wow, I touched somebody today. You know, I think our platforms are used, um, those little small acts of kindness and what you can do is just write back a simple DM. I think that's one advice I'd like to give to people is, you know, these people take time out of their day to follow you, to comment, to say something, uh, so not, uh, so uplifting, um, respond back. Um, it's, it doesn't take a lot of time and just let them know they're appreciated. And I, I think by you doing that just makes their day. Now you have transitioned from radio host. I mean, you still, you do your podcast, so it's kind of in the same realm, but you invested in a restaurant chain uh, that is all about female empowerment, sugar taco. Tell me about that. And how did you even decide to invest? Like what made you want to invest? You know, as I was saying earlier, how I just have evolved from, you know, Playboy reality TV, TV hosting to businesswoman to mom. I have always maintained my friendships. I really can say uh, one quality about me is my loyalty. And uh, th- those, a lot of those girls were my Playboy friends from back in the day. And they are all about, you know, women empowerment and building what they can from basically their own hands. So Jade Nicole, uh, who was Playmate of the Year, I've been friends with her for almost 15 years. Um, she was like, I'm opening this business. I'm going to reach out to girls that are influential, that uh, love you know, being surrounded by women and who can help marketing and who really wants to be hands-on and a good name behind the brand. So when she approached me, it was like a done deal. She's just, she's unbelievable at what she does. Well, that's amazing to hear. Yeah. She recently, she did my show before we went into lockdown and it's so inspirational seeing how she's all about finding women to be a part of this amazing vision that she has to create vegan Mexican food. And if you haven't tried it, and if you're in Los Angeles, check it out. They just opened a second location. So support female entrepreneurs like Jessica and Jade. Um, Jessica, I want to ask you this, like when you are at home and you get um, deals brought to you, like, how do you like filter it out? Is it all based on like you do things based on your brand? Or is it just how you feel like that day? Or how, how do you filter out what projects to be a part of? So when a brand approaches me, I work with a company, um, and they will, and I like this about the brands. Most of the time they send you their product and they say, Hey, we'd like to gift you. And I'm like, Oh, they're great. And you know, I'll use it. And I'll, they want your feedback. And if you actually show that you like it, then sometimes they offer deals. Sometimes they don't, but I love the fact that I'm not, I would never promote a product. I've never tried. Like I don't, that will come across on my, my Instagram, my feed, my stories. Like it's not, if it's not me and I don't feel like, um, if I don't feel like there's anything behind it, I mean, I think that our viewers and our followers will definitely see that. So I do like to try the brands out before. And, um, when they do approach and I I feel like it's a great fit, 
And it's something that I can incorporate in my everyday life. And if it's not like, I, I do look at the prices, I look at, you know, other credibility and then I just go from there. Do you feel like your Instagram page now in general in 2021 and most people's Instagram page has become like watching a reality show based on their lives? Like before we would go to E and watch reality shows or you were on Kendra on top. And I feel like now I just go straight to your page to watch your reality show. Is that how you see it? You know, I don't, because as much as I let people in, I don't let them in completely. Um, I'm, I'm, I make jokes. I'm, I'm more comical on my Instagram. Um, I just kind of want it to be a little bit of an escape. And I also, I'm, I mean, there's so many Instagram accounts I follow. I'm like, gosh, that family looks perfect. Oh my gosh. And they're always blessed in this and that. And I'm like, I'm not that way. And I will put it out there of like, I mean, I'm in sweats for two days in a row and but I don't, I'm not as personal. Like I don't get into, you know, friend drama or really deep in my family. Um, I just kind of put out kind of what I want to put out. Right. And it's, it is real. It is reality in that sense, because I'm never picture perfect. Um, I do try to find good lighting, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's some of those things where sometimes I don't even want to do anything for like a couple of days and I just take a break and I, I need a refresher. That really well, you do great breaks. You do. Yes. And I think that's important. Um, also, I don't want to always have a camera in my family's faces. Um, my husband is like the worst Instagram husband joking, but, uh, yeah. So I definitely think there's a good break in between there just to kind of focus on your actual reality than always just trying to put it out there. Kyle does a lot better job than Ray does. Ray is. Oh my gosh. People are like, are you married? I'm like, I am married. He just doesn't want to be on my Instagram ever. Huh. It's his birthday or anniversary. You know, there's a family photo coming up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Kyle, I'm like, Kyle, come on, get in it. Or I'll act like it's just a regular right. video. And he's like, right. what is this? And I'll post it. So one thing about me, I'll tell you, I never do like 10 takes. I always post the first take. Oh, I love hearing that because it's the most authentic take. Yeah. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. It's that's my reality. So I'm not going to say if I just kept doing it, then I'm a horrible actress. So you would obviously see that. So, yeah. So you transitioned your radio show into a podcast and a lot of brands now are launching podcasts. A lot of people are launching their own podcasts. Um, do you feel like podcasts have now shifted from becoming more of an extension of a brand? Um, I do. It's another, uh, it's another platform to be able to market yourself. And it just also opens up a different side. How I said that I don't, you know, it's 15 second stories on Instagram, unless you do like 30 in a row, you don't really, I think, get to know someone. And I think the podcast, you're able to talk about what's going on, interview these people, you get a whole new side of that person that you like to follow. And it is another, like I said, another just platform to, you know, branch yourself. Right. Cause you are right on Instagram. It's the 15 second stories or like the fun videos you do. But if you want to have like meaningful conversations, show your outlooks on life, like podcast is a great way to go. I oh, think yeah. so when I launched my podcast um, over a year ago, it was kind of more going in the traditional route of radio. And I do feel like now it's become more of like everybody should, if that every, anybody who has a brand, it's smart to look into launching a podcast because it's just more of an extension of your brand and mm-hmm. like that to show more of more sides to you. I mean, like, I feel like you're doing so much right now. Do you, is there any other avenue that you're looking into? I know you are an investor in the BB Lifestyle beauty brand, right? Am, am I correct? Are you an investor? You're an investor in that, right? Yes. Yes. It's a luxury skincare line. 
Uh, you guys are recently featured in a magazine. It was Angelina magazine, right? Yes. Um, so you guys have gotten a lot of press about your brand. Uh, let's talk about the beauty brand and how did you even get involved with that? Were you there from the beginning? Were you approached? How did that work out? So when I go back to the loyalty of just knowing people for so long and just keeping good relationships, it's not, it's easy to make friends, but to actually maintain a friendship, um, relationship, uh, that takes work. And Bill, who, uh, Bill Baca, who is, uh, the founder of Phoenix Cosmetics, uh, parted ways and he decided to start his own company called BB Lifestyle. Um, I helped him out just as a friend would like in the beginning of like, let's do this, let's do that. Just kind of brainstorming and the main investor, Tom of the whole brand saw that. And, uh, I'll never forget. Like they called me to lunch and I was like, Oh my gosh, what now? Because I feel like I was helping so much and I had my kids with me and I was a half hour late and I was like, all right, guys, what do you want to know? What do you want to pick my brain on? What's going on? And they go, actually, we just want to say that you've showed so much loyalty and the insight and you've helped the brand so much for nothing for almost six months that they offered me a percentage of the company. Wow. So that was pretty cool to be, you know, a part owner of a a badass skincare line. And so it's, it feels pretty, um, it feels pretty powerful. You know, uh, majority of it, there's about five of us and, uh, it's half women, half men, uh, well, two men and three women actually. So it feels, it just feels good to be a part of a company that just has so much power behind it. And they believe in me so much, like every company that I work with or that I'm branded with or invested in, they let me be me. They, they listen to me. They, they understand. They don't ever be like, Oh, you're a mom. You can't get to it. Or they always ask. And I love that. Don't assume I can't do it because I am a mom. Don't assume because let me be the one to say, no, let me be the one. Oh, I can't handle it until then. Don't assume. And that is like my, one of my biggest pet peeves. So I feel like it's like two nuggets to you guys. Loyalty will get you far. Like so far, what you've talked about is your loyalty to people in this industry has brought you to many doors of opportunities. And I like that, like what you've done is you've invested in people with, with not wanting anything in return. And I think that's a great quality because a lot of people, they're so quick to jump to like ask for monetary like resources, but you've actually put in time. You're like, you know what? I'm going to put in time. I'm going to like... I like this product. I like where they're going. If you see something, you tell them like, Hey, maybe you should add this or that. That actually ended up helping you out and gives, give, gave you a chance to be a partner in the company. And you didn't ask for anything in return. So I think that's I didn't, I didn't. Um, I did put my hard earned money into sugar taco, both of them. Um, cause that definitely took some, you know, that, that was 12 women that all put in their money together with Jade being the main investor. Um, so that was one of the things that I felt pretty like, it was just such kind of accomplishment. Like, wow, I worked so hard for this and I'm going to put it right back into something that I believe in and that it's going to grow. And I mean, within a year and a half, we opened up a second location and they're already working on their third, which, you know, I'm, I'm not going to invest in the third, but it still feels like this is just, this is women owned. I mean, to the core. I love that. I love yeah. hearing this and like, and I know how much, how hard you work. I know that day in and day out with your kids at home. So it's like, I, I like applaud you for like constantly building yourself and evolving and growing. Cause I feel like a lot of people now with the uncertainty out there, they're just confused and they don't know Mm -hmm. what to do. But I, when I see how you keep growing, like you just invest in the second location of sugar taco, like your show flashbacks, your podcast that you keep doing. It's, it's very inspirational because you keep going. Is that like another characteristics of you, of you, of like, that you just don't stop? Like, 
You know, Diana, everything you're saying is, I mean, it takes one to know. And I think that's why you and I are so close. I saw Madonna speak the other day, or it was like an old clip, but she was saying that she goes surround yourself around people that want to create that inspire you. And I think that's why even when, you know, my kids start school, I was like, oh, I'm going to make all these mom friends, this and that. I, I haven't, I have stuck with the same people I've known because I feel like you and I, um, some of my other friends, we always just try to be better and we try to help each other. We uplift each other. When women say supporting women, do it. Don't just say it, do it. And I find that with you. And I think that a tip to give everyone is obviously the loyalty, but if you say you're going to do something, do it, show your actions because it will come around a full circle. I do believe in manifesting, um, good karma and, uh, like I said, I, I work for free half the time. Like I really do. And I'm like, I know it's going to come back. It's going to come back. We invest in things. I mean, like you and I, we are on the cover of LA, the first ever women that LA weekly put on the cover for women in business was me, you and Neff. Like that said a lot, if we are being recognized. We are being heard. Right. If you guys are not aware, uh, Jessica Hall and I, um, along with Neff, we were on the cover of LA magazine in the November, 2020 issue. And that has opened so many doors for me, Jessica. So thank you so much for making me be a part of it. You were the- No, no, no. You the, made yourself be a part of it. You made yourself. You were the one who orchestrated that. And I am so proud that I was a part of it. But that was a major thing for all of us. It opened so many doors for all of us. And it just showed that women from all types of backgrounds um, could do it all. And we were yeah. united, united strong. And it was just such a beautiful cover. And I was so- It was, Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. All of us were moms on that cover. Neff uh, has, has two kids. Two boys. Two yeah. Boys. You have two kids. I have two kids. I always feel like you're going to have a third. I know you say no, no. but I feel like. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but it was so nice seeing how, even though 2020 was such an awful year in regards to the coronavirus, we all like, we were, we, I feel like we got stronger and we evolved and we were, thriving with you know with our careers because we didn't stop you know we were thriving yes. we kept going we were just like all right here's a curveball let's find a way let's find a way I feel like you do that do you, do you see yourself having that characteristics of like let me find a way despite this big blockage in front of me right here's the deal you tell me no and it makes me want to do harder like yes do I get upset for a second if I get turned down for this or that and let me tell you back in the day I am so happy to where I am today because how hard it was and how much people did not listen to women in the beginning in this entertainment business. And that's when you and I were both in it. I was fired for jobs were not being, um, basically they said your physique wasn't right. So calling me overweight. Um, I got uh, the way some of these men in these casting offices, like I would not want to go back to that for nothing. So I am crazy grateful that I stuck it out because there's so many times I did want to throw throw in the towel. <laughs> yeah. I definitely wanted to throw in the towel so many times because it, it's hard as a woman, as a young woman hearing, Oh, you're not pretty enough or your, your weight. And Oh, um, so-and-so said you do it. it. So much stuff should have had me stop a long time ago. I'll just tell you that, but I just kept working harder. And let me tell you, when I was told that I was overweight, I was, I cried for a minute to my, he was my fiance at the time, Kyle now husband. And then I'm she, you know, I, I ate a cupcake that night. Like I didn't even care. Like it was like, <laughs> oh my God, can you believe they said that? But I did not let these men or casting director or whatever affect me. I just kept going. And so like I said earlier, I have never been so secure and happy and knowing who is in my life and just like now, 
Like I thought I was happy back then, but I'm like, no, this is living. I'm actually living. I know you have to go. So I want to like, I do. I have to go pick up my son now. Living <laughs> this before you head out. So I found a picture of us because I was looking at old photos the past couple of days. And I found a picture of us doing this reality show for E that I was ex- executive producing and you were going to be in and I was going to be in. And I look back and I'm like, you know what? I was so devastated when that show didn't happen. I was devastated. But looking back now where I'm at, where I'm about to like film my second movie next week. I'm like, thank God that didn't happen. Cause what mm-hmm. if that was a flop that would have like really, and you know, I don't think I was mature enough then to be able to handle things. Like what if I said stuff? What if I did stuff that like now would have been inappropriate? So mm-hmm. because everything I feel like back then would have, I don't know. Right. I'm just like, what if we did stuff that now we look back, we're like, Oh my God. Cause we didn't have kids back then. So what if we did no. crazy stuff? And then yeah. now as a mom, I look back, I'm like, why did I do that? You know, uh, God has a plan for everything. And that was not our plan. And like, we look at us now. I mean, you have a crazy beauty business where you're in Vogue magazine. Like we are we're fine. We're going to be fine. And we're not done. (laughs) Yes. We're in our late thirties, almost 40 Diana, but (laughs) we're not done. And we're going to keep going. And I, I, everything that I did not get in the past that I thought literally devastated me. I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, there's still a few things that I'm like, I don't understand, but uh, it's okay. Protection is God's protection. I feel like my faith has gone really strong because I feel like I've always doubted things for my life. Like, then I look back, I'm like, wait up, everything protected me and got me to the next level. Why do I have so much doubt? So my faith has gone really strong of just like, trust the process. This is a journey. It's not meant to be in one day. It takes time for things to unfold. And I'm really proud seeing how your life has unfolded. And I'm really proud to see like all the things I did too and how it's unfolded. Yeah. Um, thing. So this, this podcast is called Dream Big. And I want to know what dreaming big means to you. Dreaming big. Well, every day I dream big. <laughs> I just want to get through the, I want a successful day. My I don't really have, like I always said this, this is, I'm trying to say this in the best way possible, but I don't really set like these crazy goals (laughs) because I just, I set like realistic goals. And then when I accomplish those and I just do a little bit better then I'm so happy. So I don't sit there and set the bar so high. That's what I'm like mediocre. How am I trying to say this? (laughs) (laughs) No, but here's here's my thought. You are very realistic. You are very, I am though, but I do set small goals. And when I, accomplish them throughout the day. I feel so good about myself. So, I mean, dreaming big. Yeah. I I want my skincare line to be sold to like Revlon or something. I want to continue doing the things I love with radio. I want my family to stay healthy and happy. I want, I mean, my, my dreams are all across the board and it's just to, I mean, this life is not guaranteed. It's so short. I, I, you just never know what tomorrow holds. So I, my goals are literally realistic within that day. And I accomplish them that day. And I'm so happy because I'm not guaranteed the next day, the next day and the next day. So I, I set the small goals and I, That's I get it done and it, it keeps me happy and it keeps me positive. And yeah, I love you so much, Jessica. That's so I love you. Okay. Where can everybody find you? Uh, you, uh, follow me on Instagram at Jessica Hall, uh, Facebook at I am Jessica Hall, or you can check out my blog sleeplessmom.com.
I love it. Thank you so much for coming on my right. show, you guys. Jessica inspires me daily, so make sure to follow her and listen to her podcast, Flashbacks. And I'll talk to you guys next time. I hope you guys took some good nuggets from this interview. I get a lot of questions, how to build your brand. And I was like, I got the right person to ask these questions to, Jessica Hall. So, Aww. care you guys. Love you all. Bye. Love you. Bye.